Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Ed Cheney, a CBD industry expert and business executive. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods of treatment that are alternatives but also complement conventional medicines. Now, here's your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, along with beautiful Kimberly Rose. Kimberly, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you, Ed. And I that say was a that nice like intro. Yeah, but I say that like you're not going to join us. Right. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to change that up because, yeah, so help you if you do not join us. Right now. <laughs> how about that? I don't I don't know how it would go. If I do. I'm going to say, thank goodness you joined us today because you know what would happen if you didn't. Yes. That's going to be my new intro to you. <laughs> well, thank you for the intro. That was very nice. And hello, everyone. Absolutely. Yes. Glad to bring you another hopefully useful product, our topic to you today. Our topic today is current trends for CBD use. Now, that trend has shifted in the last year. And so the second half of this or the second part of this title is What's causing this shift? And it's a consumer-driven shift. So I, it'll be an interesting share. Uh, it would also help, again, to combat all the misinformation that's out there. Uh, we're going to give you some data-driven reasons for some of these shifts. And that, again, uh, all designed to help you be a better consumer of this product. Yeah. I've noticed a, a small shift. Uh in the last year. Yeah. And and that's when it's happened too over the yeah. last year. Absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's a lot of manufacturers. Uh, when we last went to an expo, a market-related expo in Vegas just last month, uh, the common theme was, wow, 2022 was down. Yeah. And uh, the other common theme was, wow, 2023 is bouncing back. Well, you know, uh, again, we I, I think we know, we've discussed before why we think this is happening. There was yep. a flood of maybe some manufacturers that were really not in it for the benefit of CBD and more for the profits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look at look at Kim jumping ahead again. I know, I'm sorry. No, she likes that. She <laughs> likes to take all the credit. She does most of the work, so she deservingly gets the credit. Well, I think that's, you know, a good reason why we're on this podcast oh, because yeah. we really need to give the people the information, the good information and the right information. Right. And the bad information. Well, it's it's sure. got to be, yeah, it's got to be extremely transparent for one to be able to consume it and be able to react to it. Yeah, it can't be unbalanced. It's got to be at all. Uh, yeah, it's all got to be there. And we'll be able to give you a very good perspective on some of these things. Here's a here's the approach I did to start today's show off. Uh, being a user of chat GPT, uh, I, I like the I like using AI where it is now. I'm pretty sure I'll also adjust as it adjusts. Because AI is not always influenced, I'm sorry, it's influenced by popularity of the data it can get its hands on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a lot more familiar with it than I am. I'm just now noticing it, um, like in the morning when I turn, 
you know, turn on my screen and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Microsoft wants to introduce me. Yeah, of to course it does. Yeah, <laughs> AI. Yeah, because they're the they, they they were the first holders of it. Um, but I, AI is off. It's I can be confident that it's not being influenced by somebody spending money. And then how is it that you have that confidence? Just let me just ask that question. Like artificial intelligence, it's just a computer means it is from an intelligent place gathering information. Google is not. Google is gathering information for you from an SEO position, search engine optimization. So if I'm really good at that, that's the engine. It's good. That's the information it's going to serve up. Yeah. All right. If I pay a lot of money to Google, right? And I got Google ads all over the place. Yeah. And it's going to serve serve that up. All right. Anyway. Uh, but we will not make today's show about AI because, <laughs> wow, is that a rabbit hole? It, it feels like it could be, yeah. and I have so many more questions, but we won't have that right, discussion. Right, right. Okay, so I served up the question to chat GPT. We have seen a shift in the population using CBD. What are the current trends, and why is this shift happening? That was the question that I gave chat GPT. Okay. Um, one of the reasons that there was a shift in the growth of CBD was that there was an increase of awareness. The increase of awareness and understanding of CBD. Like it's everywhere. The knowledge is everywhere. That's what everybody's been putting out lately. Yeah. Uh, awareness is not just coming from CBD retailers and manufacturers. It's also coming from media coverage, extensive media coverage. Mm -hmm. It's all over the news when there's a regulatory event or a bill being thrown into Congress. Right. So it's becoming, the, the awareness is coming from all the angles. All right. So that had a huge impact on the increase and the growth. We also had health and wellness. Many individuals are turning to CBD as an alternative or complementary option to traditional pharmaceuticals for managing very various health conditions such as anxiety, chronic pain, insomnia, and inflation. I'm reading right from... You mean inflammation. Inflammation. What did I say? You said inflation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish CBD could cure yeah. inflammation. No. Oh, Not my God. Cure, but help. Can you imagine if it jumped in on that one too? All right. Yes. Okay. I apologize. Thank you very much for that correction. So the health and wellness. So people become very aware of this. They're hearing uh, and they're seeing evidence finally. Uh, and they're also having personal experiences. And there has not been, as far as I know, any tragedy no. or, you know, I think in the first year, everybody was waiting for you know, it all to blow up. Correct. Right. Hey, this is a fad. Right. The truth is going to come out. Yeah. Somebody's going to die been, or something's going to happen. It's been eight years. Yeah. It's been eight years since the largest player uh, initially rolled it out. Uh, and then Big Pharma created the first pharmaceutical. Uh, I think that was six years ago. 
So this long eight year path, everybody's like, oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's here. Yeah. And the word of mouth is actually becoming more positive. I feel like there was some negativity going on yeah. for a while, but now it's. You jumped ahead again. I Sorry. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but you know, you again. are so correct. Let's just go there. Yeah. Testimonials and word of mouth. Uh, again, reading right from Chad GPT, personal testimonials from individuals who have experienced positive effects from using CBD have played a role in the shift. Positive word of mouth recommendations from friends, family members have generated curiosity and interest try to try CBD products. Imagine this. You finally talk your mother into using a CBD product. What is she going to do next? She's definitely sharing it with her best friends. Oh, of course. Oh, my God, won't you? You can hear the con I can hear the conversation in my head. Yes. And then the neighbor or the best friend is going to share that with her children who are now grown adults because, you know, we're adults. So our means our mothers are right. And they're going to share it with their friends. And then they're, I mean, their children. And then those children are going to share it with their friends. As long as it came from a legitimate source, right? Yeah. And as long as they keep using a quality product, they're going to keep making these testimonials. Mm -hmm. They're going to keep making these positive recommendations. Yeah. And I think that's both a positive and a negative to what's happened over the last three years. Yeah. Because I, that can go in both directions, can't it? Sure. I used it and it didn't freaking work. Yeah. Right. Well, that's where you're I, also going to tell all these people. <laughs> that's where I think we were yeah. like three years ago when everybody, everybody tried to jump in the, in the game, yeah. Yeah. which I, we're not saying everybody can't jump in the game, but to do it, do yeah. it, do it right. the right way. Right. That's all. Right. So legalization and regulation. When CBD became legal and regulated, it became more accessible to a wider range of population. The change in legal status also brought a level of legitimacy and trust to the CBD product. Oh, it's now legal. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So a combination of both of those also helped influence consumer confidence, driving the, uh, the market larger. Yes. Yep. Yes, I agree. I'm agreeing with AI. Yeah. No, <laughs> I see. I, I, I love AI because it, it tends to give me the truth right now. Yeah. Hopefully it'll stay that way. Anyway. Hey, how about this one? Reduce stigma. We know this from personal experience. Mm -hmm. We both have parents. My parent, my, my parents. Yeah. were probably a bigger obstacle than yours. Kim, would you agree? Yes. Yeah. My mother would be like, I, I don't want the bus driver to know I'm doing this. Definitely don't tell my church members. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The stigma yeah. that she had to overcome to finally use it. And by the way, after she used it, she went, OMG, I can't believe it took me this long. Well, again, it was demonized. Oh my it, goodness, it right? Got swept up with the marijuana plant and yeah. it was literally the gateway, the demon, the it was all of the things yeah. that, yeah. you know, I mean the media did a great job back then of 
doing that. Too. Yeah. If you if you want if you want to hear all the details of this particular topic, the stigma behind CBD, go back to our our history of shows and look for baby boomers and CBD. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where we talked a lot about it. Yeah. And honestly, I think when you introduced CBD to your mother, it was really in the beginning. It was, yes, because that was eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was really no knowledge and there was no trust. There was no trust. It it was just at the very beginning. And she was in a very vulnerable spot. And And all she heard was cannabis. Yes. Yeah. She did not hear CBD. She heard cannabis. And I could say CBD all day long. I could make a poster. I could paint it on her walls in the house. You could take it right in front of her. She's no. It it looks like cannabis. It smells like cannabis. I'm getting high on it. Come on. Tell me. No, you won't. Okay. I know you're just trying to talk me into it, but I'm getting high on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, though, but also though that generation grew up yeah. in a world that you listen to your doctor no matter what. Um, not that we're not saying you shouldn't listen to your doctor, but there there are are alternatives in the world. We yeah. don't we can go back to nature um when needed also. Yeah. Uh and I, I think that nature part helps a lot of people. Yeah. Move past some of the stigma. Uh, and get into a place where they're comfortable trying it is because I, I think that was always a commonality among consumers, even in the early days, is that while we do realize it's a plant, we do realize it is phytomedicine or what they call nutraceutical, plant-based medicine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so- I uh, think also when you see or- a CBD commercial at the end of it, there's not going to be a five minute warning on all of the side effects. Oh my goodness. You know, I think the pharmaceuticals, I mean, it's just, I mean, you don't even want to hear the commercial anymore just because the, that extremely fast description of what it does to you at the end is scary and it shows up i you know hey listen so some of the platforms that show up on our roku because we stream and and some of the platforms that have advertising on them yes uh you know that well they're just lots of pharmaceuticals on there right and every time i listen to one i want to tape record it i want to tape record it and bring it in on this show because the list yeah could cause death could cause cancer, could cause, if you have a bleeding butthole, stop <laughs> using it, right? And I'm like, uh, who would take something that would cause any of those, right. any of those three? And they're all, they're on so many of them. Yeah. It's, it actually is interesting that um, the, because we all know how much a commercial costs, right? To make, it's yeah. not cheap. Right. Like, why would you, is it must it must be that the that people don't really pay attention to that last part and the benefit of the beginning of the video is oh more than the end of the video i yeah. don't i don't understand why if i had a uh, and I wouldn't because that's just who I am. But if I had a drug that did all that, I would not want to have and they have to say it it's not it's legal now to, you have to say it yeah 
I don't know if I'd want to advertise. Yeah, it is a requirement. Well, the the first part of those commercials, and not that we want to move the show to that piece, but the first part of the the, uh, commercial is an emotional one. Right. And your decision is based on a fear. Because who wants to suffer from whatever disease you're looking to have treated? Yeah. And if that's cancer, you are in a high state of fear. Right. So you are listening and your emotional strings are getting plucked. And at the very end. It's you, Speedy Gonzalez telling you, may you might catch like three of the symptoms that it it, it has yeah, side effects. Of. Yeah. So your your analytical side is now negotiating with the emotional side. And, and when it comes to a high fear, uh, that negotiation is usually weighted. Yeah. Towards, well, I don't want the disease. Right. And you tell yourself, <laughs> oh, that's not going to be me. Right, right, right. There, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, because, oh my goodness. All right. Well, one more statement, then we're moving off of this. I, I've heard commercials when there's at least 12 of those. Yeah. And they go through a list of 12 of them. Like, wow, I don't even, I didn't think you had time for the emotional part of the first conversation, uh, the first part of the commercial, because you had so many possible side effects. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good anyway, thing. Right. I think streaming is like the best thing since peanut butter. So yeah. you don't even have to see any of those commercials yep, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Okay. Uh, we also have availability of products. So chat, a uh, chat GPT. Uh, said this also influenced and shaped the last 12 months. The market for CBD products has expanded. Nowadays, consumers can find CBD in various forms, such as oils, tinctures, capsules, topical, edibles, and infused beverages. This wide range of options and accessibility has contributed to the increased usage. So availability of products and what we refer to as delivery. Of the product. So yeah. how the product gets into your body. And right now there is a big push. Uh, and I know we'll discuss this later on manufacturers being very innovative right now and looking to improve their processes and looking to bolster quality and production standards because that was one of the one of the downfalls of the industry in the last three years, you'd already touched on it. We're going to go through it a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, at a later point in this conversation. You know how all those new brands entered into the market, hundreds of thousands of them in a very short time span and with a large percentage of them, an overwhelming percentage of them not meeting what is on the label. Right. So, Pro- oh, promising. And not I've seen yeah. many promises that we, as a CBD user, and obviously someone who has a little bit of knowledge more yep. than the normal person, I'm like, that's not going to work for that. Yep. So, Well, let's jump in and talk about why consumers stopped buying CBD. So... Uh, what, what was that shift about? Why were people shifting away from CBD over the last 12 months? Well, here we go. We got some stuff for you. The, uh, we have four top reasons why the first and largest was that CBD was too expensive. Mm -hmm. This was 
20% of the population who was asked this question, uh, who, who left CBD for one reason or another, who were asked this question, why'd you stop? 20% of them said because it was too expensive. Now, let me tell you how they talked through this. Despite the price compression, so that means, well, CBD product market, uh, let me just start that over again. <laughs> Despite the price compression, the CBD market has seen in recent years, products being too expensive, ranked as a top reason consumers stop using the product. While significantly cheaper, these CBD products were significantly cheaper than when the farm bill passed in 2018, CBD products continue to cost more than the average comparable supplement or functional food product. All right. So as an example, uh, a CBD product like a 30 mil CBD tincture bottle mm -hmm. compared to a bottle of Tylenol or or Advil. Advil or something like that. That's where they're making this correlation at. Mm -hmm. They are both designed for very similar outcomes, but there's a price there's a price difference between them. But now but why but consumers just took this position, but they also take the same position as uh, when you're shopping for groceries. So you can shop for groceries at uh, you know, either a Bashes or a Safeway, or you can go to what are some of the what are some of the marketplace grocery stores that tout nicer pro uh, You know, more more wholesome ingredients. Mm -hmm. So, like a Whole well, Foods in or, Arizona. Uh, yeah, it's Whole Foods. Okay, all right. It's so sprouts. Yeah, this is AJ's. not a new concept. This is this is a very old one, but. It was new to the consumers of CBD. Well, and for, for many years, yeah. uh, when organic products started showing up, people were like, oh, that's just a gimmick for the grocery right. store to make more money. But And then the market divided. But then you realize that actually, you know, yeah. there are a lot of chemicals in other foods and maybe organic is a healthier way to yes, go. Yes, yes. And that comes from you because you divide it. When the market divided, you went to that side of the market. Mm -hmm. The other side of the market went to maybe fast foods or. Sure. Right, right. Yeah. So they were still, I mean, they had a budget and they had to deal with it. So. Well, I mean, we all have to save where we can. Yeah. Um, and. Listen, I was an avid Advil user, right? Yeah, for yeah, years yeah. and years until I got into trouble for overusing it. Right. And now yes, I can't use I, it anymore. It's not good for your body. I'm very well aware of that journey of yours. Mm -hmm. uh, and and also thankful. Yeah. You know, I need you around for the show. You know that, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I told you what happens if you don't. Right. Okay. Back to the show. All right. So number one reason why people might stop using CBD is the cost of the product. Yes. It is higher than the comparable supplement that is currently on the market. All right. Number two, CBD doesn't work. Now, this is the one that Kim and I have a lot of knowledge about, a lot of experience in this particular area. Okay. So let me read their short little segment here. While the cost of CBD products is worth it to many that notice the difference CBD products make, 
With so many brands still trying to crash the CBD market, many cut corners in product development or ship goods with content that's very significant from what is on the label. All right, that's the basis of why they placed CBD doesn't work on number two. Is from our earlier conversation, hundreds of thousands of brands jumped into the space to try to cash in on this Fad. windfall. Right. And many of them cut corners in the development. Mm-hmm. And when you cut corners in the development, you're not really going to supply a third-party test because, well, that kind of lets everybody know you did. And then nobody's going to buy your product. So they would just put the product out there. And then you would then try the product out and go, well, that didn't work. Let me give you an example. And as soon as I say this example, Kim's going to laugh. Amazon. Why was Amazon a good example for this very specific reason cbd doesn't work why was amazon such a good reason i think we did a whole show maybe a show just on it yeah it uh, uh it well first of all it did not allow cbd to be they, sold on its platform they required testing that you had to demonstrate that your product did not have testing and this is amazon they're not going to take a note from mom no they want to see a third a third party lab test saying there's no cbd in this product Right, because we can't sell CBD <laughs> on our platform. All right, so and they that's were why the it was number. called hemp oil. Yeah, and it was called it was called everything but CBD. Yeah. and and that well, I mean, truthfully, it was not CBD. And they were the number one retailer of CBD products for the longest time. Yeah. So you know how many people were exposed to that? Bought it. And didn't when do it did not work, thing. they told their parents, their parents told their neighbor, their neighbor told all their kids. It spread like wildfire. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the saddest part about this. Yeah. And I'm sure, I, you know, I want to say, I think probably a lot of supplements go through this, yes. right? You yes. have to go through this phase um, of legitimacy and proving. Yeah you know, your worth. And, and so when you have those types of people out there, they're everywhere in every industry. Nutrition industry probably cycles through this thing every yeah. bunch of years. Yeah. So this one is a, an interesting little animal because it all happens so fast. You know, the, this cycle and the nutrition world would let take 12, 15 years. This took three. Yeah. Everybody went, Oh, look at this market. And everybody piled in. And then, you know, all this ruckus happened. And then over the last 12 months, lots of thinning out. Yeah. And now the, and we talked about this, manufacturers self-policing, imposing standards because there's no requirements. So they were imposing them themselves. And it's activities like this that we're telling the rest of the market, you better watch out because here we come. Yeah. Yep. And they really so, did a good job kudos. of really just yeah. giving uh, CBD a bad name. And you consumers have done the exact same thing. Your commitment to brand loyalty, your requirement of standards, even though they weren't required by any regulatory agency, but you still required a lot of these standards. You still kept a, a position of being a responsible consumer 
kudos to you too. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's who gets the shout out. The consumers who maintained a position there and the manufacturers who took it upon themselves to be Weather to enforce the storm. their standards. <laughs> yeah. Well, to enforce them and maintain them and spend the extra money and time to be able to do that. Yeah. So, all right. So that's one and two. Now, interesting. We have to have a break now. And when we come back, we're going to let you know what the next two are. Yeah. <laughs> Equally interesting. All right. So. Make sure you come back. The rest of this show is going to be just as exciting as the first part. So we'll see you in just three minutes. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on The Voice America Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at the CBDEdShow.com. That's info at the CBDEdShow.com. Now, back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, welcome back, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show with Ed and Kim here serving up some. What do we call this? Battling of misinformation. Yes. That's right. Getting rid of it. Throwing it out the door. All right. Hey, so we do have uh, the next two reasons why, pe- why people were, uh, when, when people were asked that uh, stop using CBD, why? Uh, and number three. But before we go to number three, uh, Kim and I were talking during the break, and we both agreed that that Amazon story uh, was Bobby the best. But there had to be a second best story of people coming into the market uh, to take advantage of the market, but not deliver a good product. 
Yeah. What was the second story? Oh, gosh. So I think there was a Shark Tank episode. Oh. Remember yeah, that? I do. It was a couple years ago. And there, that they came on and swore that their CBD would uh, help you lose weight. Right. And by the way, there was no Shark Tank episode. This is just what they promoted. Oh, this. Oh, so yeah. There oh, was no, no. Shark- they were never okay. on Shark Tank. Because <laughs> there but was also boy, one. They heavily populated. And why did they heavily populate it? Because they could. Why were they able to do it? So t- go ahead and finish the story, you know, but you'll see how it connects to this. Yeah. So, uh, and there was also another one. There was two running at the same time. Well, this, this, these gummies will help you lose weight mm-hmm. and these gummies or these gummies will help you stop smoking. Right. Those two hit the market and um, you went on the website and you immediately had to give your email address. You got a free 30-day trial, but you had to give your credit card information. You know that whole thing. And, oh, my gosh, the number of phone calls of people trying to figure out how to stop. Yeah, because I know you helped, if not 100, maybe even more, uh, because, again, Kim's well-known in the industry. The the number of, of people... Uh, that our team, because you would ask us to help too, w- was crazy. I, all right, so what had happened is this: these outfits would open up a website, make this claim, and by the way, you throw Shark Tank on there, yeah, and you use that for a month while you build up your clientele of all these people who gave you your credit card. You ship them out this 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 uh, container of gummies. Which may or may not work. That's not what I. That's not what I'm going to say because I don't know that for sure. I bet Kim does. Uh, and then they continue to bill you. In the meantime, they have shut that website down. So that means Shark Tank can't find them, the clients can't find them, and nobody knows how to stop this credit card transaction from happening. Right. And then they would open up another one. And another one. And I think they did this for a whole year. Yeah, I, I honestly had to stop trying to track down the information. <laughs> I mean, I gave as many, as much information as I could to these yeah. poor customers, but yeah. I could not, I, I couldn't spend any more time trying to track down how to contact that company. Yeah, because they were getting clever. Stop. They were getting more innovative about how they were covering up their tracks. All right, let's keep moving in. Yeah. All right. So we want to share that one because, uh, yeah. That, that and was, we're, and we're sorry for the consumers. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And we are not saying that CBD can't help you yeah. lose weight in, in certain ways. It can help you feel better. It can help you move, you know, those types of things. But it, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. All right. So the third reason is consumers desired a psychoactive outcome, a a product that gave them a high. Oh. That was the third reason. That was 11% of them said, ah, you know what? I experienced this new Delta 8, Delta 10, 12, H0. Whatever it is. All all the new things that came from the hemp plant Uh uh, that they... I adjusted it so that it would be neuro and then it would create a psychoactive effect. And the market became flooded with these. So the psychoactive hip product market took off 
And with its growth, many of those who desired products that would get them high shifted their purchasing habits over to those products. Mm -hmm. They weren't touted as medicinal. They were, hey, this is, you do not have to stand in line at the dispensary kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so 11% of the people moved over because of that. I know, Kim, you can back that up, can't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, once the dispensaries became legal and it, you know, was recreational. In some states. In some states. Yes. um, Then, you know, some manufacturers are like, well, wait a minute. How can we get a piece of that pie? How can we get a piece of that pie? And then you had states where it wasn't legal yet, was not recreational. Yeah. And easy pickings for those guys in those markets, too. So anyway. So that was a very legitimate third place yeah. for why people may have stopped buying CBD. And then finally, in the fourth place, not convenient to buy. Mm-hmm. I, I listened to that headline. I went, what do you mean it's not convenient to buy? Oh, my God. There's everybody and their mother trying to sell it from any way possible. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Here's what they meant by this. This reason some consumers stopped using CBD is that it wasn't convenient to buy more than anything. This is due to the lack of federal regulatory framework for CBD products due to FDA's inaction. So the it being inconvenient to buy is because you don't know what's true. Right. You do, There's so much misinformation out there. It's... You show up, you want to buy something, you're like, uh, is this any good? Right. I, should I have bought it? Wait a minute, maybe I should buy it. All right. And I start doing some homework and that becomes a rabbit hole. You try to listen to Google. Google's got, you know, the first 200 pages are full of sponsored ads. You're like, how in the hell do I make a decision? That's what they meant. It's very hard to make a educated decision on what to buy. Yeah, I also think again we when we went through COVID, there there was just a lot of just um unease in um let's say unease in trying to figure out who who's telling the truth, yep. what's true, right. what's happening. So you just get into that you you start like questioning everything. Yeah. But is this true? Is that true? Now you can get CBD in. I mean, when I have customers that walk in and say, yeah, I bought that they're embarrassed to say, I bought some at the, at the gas station. You're right. (laughs) That went away pretty quick. Yeah. I hope it's not still there. Mm -hmm. And it's to please don't buy it there. (laughs) The guy behind the counter can't tell you anything about the product or how to use it. They, They might've been right behind Amazon. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Um, not convenient to buy. Uh, and the top sales channels uh, to date are, let's see, online, direct-to-consumer, occupy 60% of the market. Mm-hmm. Specialty stores mm-hmm. occupy 30% of the market. Yeah. And then major chains like Walgreens, CVS, or grocery stores, 3% of the market. Yeah. Now, those chains right now still suffer from the same problem the gas stations would suffer from. They do not have the attendant there who can explain the product. 
they do not have anything anybody there who is interacting so as item number three had described it's difficult to buy there sometimes unless you already vetted the product directly from the manufacturer maybe or or something but it's not like you can stand in the aisle look at the cbd product and go Hmm, can I ask somebody a question about this product? Right. Which, Nobody which, will have an which answer. Which one would probably would best fit my needs or, what, or any or of anything. that? Anything. Yeah. What's in this? Is there a test? Is this the right kind of cannabinoids for me? All those questions can't be answered, which yeah. is, again, why uh, the other two are so big, uh, the, the CBD stores and the direct customer online because they can provide that information. Yeah. The CBD stores can probably do it the best because you're person to person with somebody who you uh, hope to be knowledgeable. Uh, and just to kind of clean this up, there are a couple of other reasons people use CBD that weren't on the top of the list. Uh, let's see here. Emotional relief. Oh, wait, wait. We haven't even gone through this. Let me Let me tell you the reasons people are using it four we just covered why they stopped using it. yeah yeah uh, all right let's go top four reasons people are using it relaxation is the biggest one yes unwinding after a long day yes i would have thought sleeping was number one but apparently this has moved into the number one space yeah i think uh again as we learn how how maybe alcohol isn't best for you, right. um, then you can just take a little CBD product when you get home. You're relaxing. Yeah. You're just like that glass of wine. You're like, okay, I'm calm. I can cook dinner. I can deal with the kids. I can do it all. Yeah. And 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 to your point, they did move or, and they suggested that gummies and beverages were taking over. Yeah. And because pretty easy to come home, pop a couple of gummies. Pretty easy to come home and make a mocktail. Yes. Yeah. That's my right. favorite thing to do now. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> I know. Okay, but number two is sleep. Yeah. All right. Close behind relaxation. Consistent with insomnia ranking, ranking highly among the top medical conditions consumers treat with CBD. And many report that cannabidiol, CBD, helps consumers ease into a restful night of slumber. Yes. All right. So sleep being number two, uh, with sleep, uh, gummies was not ranked, uh, as, as the highest in that product line. It was tinctures. And I'm sure it was because of the two pieces that come along with that type of delivery. One was bioavailability prediction. You know, if you're, if you're taking 20 milligrams, if you take it using a tincture and you take it correctly, uh, you're expected to get very close to that number. Uh, and two, how quickly it sets in, also very predictable. Yeah. Anyway, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gummy can be a little unpredictable. It can be, huh? Yeah, Going you through your digestive system. You don't really yeah. think about it an hour before, you know? All right, number three on the list, physical relief. Mm-hmm. Physical relief is one of the most well-studied uses of CBD products. Yes. So if you talk about, if you put that on Google Scholar, that you will see the most amount of reports on there. And feel free to under, be educated. Yeah, yeah. A topical for me has been, again, the lifesaver that I needed. Yep. 
Yeah, so uh, approximately one-third of the CBD consumers report using products to help manage joint pain or inflammation, help with migraines, arthritis. Those are all high on the list yes. if you dissect physical relief, which is probably why they call it physical relief. Yeah. And the next one is emotional release, relief. <laughs> emotional relief. The fact that emotional relief ranks so highly is surprising when looking at the top conditions that consumers treat it with CBD. About half of surveyed respondents reported using CBD help manage their anxiety, while nearly one-third said that CBD products help them with their depression. And you've got ADHD, you've got post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. uh, these are all considered as things that CBD was studied for mm -hmm. and lots of them just again, go on, go on Google scholar and type in the question. Yeah. You know, it's amazing to me, um, how much anxiety is still out there. It's still, and it's, yeah. it's just it for me in the store. I think it took over sleep. Yep. The, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Cause, uh, there could be pockets of population where anxiety, high stress could be higher than in other areas. Well, if you think about it, though, the anxiety and the sleep, really, it's kind of hand in hand. Yeah. So if you're not getting good sleep, your chances of having anxiety throughout the day and just being tired and anxious is higher. Yeah. So and if you have anxiety during the day, the chances of you not getting a good night's sleep are pretty good because yeah. your brain is just going to keep creating all of this inflammation. And so I try and tell my customers, take some CBD during the day to help you get through a good night's sleep. You know, just, yeah. you don't need a lot. I, I, I would agree with you. I also think the pocket thing makes sense. Pockets of population, because we know you live in Scottsdale, you know, one of America's most livable cities. <laughs> Right. Green pastures everywhere. It's just beautiful. But a lot of your clients reside in Phoenix. Horns blowing all the time. Yeah. I know. I Very mean, metro. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of in the border of two. But yeah, it's yeah. It, it. There is, you know, with the, just the world the way it is. Yeah. We, we really wish true. it would just calm down. Yeah. So other other reasons that are lower on the list. So I gave you the top four, starting with. Relaxation, then sleep, physical relief, and then emotional relief. There are also social use, skin care, menstrual pains, sexual enhancement, and seizures. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the order of them down to, oh, I should give you the percentages, huh? Social use, 22%. Huh? That's pretty high. Mm -hmm. I imagine this is, this is adding it to cocktails. Very common practice. Mm -hmm. uh, mocktails. Yes, mocktails. Now, am I correct that mocktails uh, do not have alcohol or they do? No alcohol. No alcohol in a mocktail. Got it. Uh, skincare was 11%. Menstrual pain, 9%. Sexual enha enhancement, 8%. And seizures, 8%. Now, we had an entire show, maybe even two, because this was a fun show to have, about sexual uh uh, using CBD for that reason. Yeah. So if you want to just go look back at our 
episodes and feel free to check it out. Yeah, it's funny because that show, I think we were like, oh, this is this might be one of those things that maybe it's not true. And then we started doing the research and started going, well, I guess if you think about it, yeah, I mean, it just relaxes you. It takes maybe some of that performance anxiety out of the equation. It does the thing. It, yeah. And we did, I think we did a good job of clearing that up Mm -hmm. because I think the market tried to tell the consumers that, it would help with, you know, erectile dysfunction or, uh, you know, get you in the mood and stuff. No, it, it's more of what Kim said. It's a relaxant. All right. So now that we are talking about this is how the consumer played a role in shifts and what the consumer buying habits are. Let's talk about other things that are shaping this market over the last 12 months. FDA. On January 26th of 2023, announced it formed a high-level internal agency working group to explore potential pathways for dietary supplement and or conventional foods containing CBD to be lawfully marketed, including consideration of the necessary statutory or regulatory changes and the public health impact of marketing such products. All right. Now, January of 2023, this was put out by the FDA. You want my opinion? I think the consumers, whether they're saying it out loud or not, are like, ah, thank you. Finally, please, let's do something here. I think every manufacturer is very verbal about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, please regulate this. We're not the experts at it. You are. Let's get this done. Right. Uh, so I, I uh, was really, I know that that had a huge impact in 2023. Yes. Huge impact. As a matter of fact, as I read even further into this news, FDA also took a position of saying, okay, Congress, you take position here. You take control. You take the baby. Yeah, you <laughs> take it and you you pass a bill, you decide. And once you decide, then we'll, we'll have already created the regulatory pathway for you. Yeah. I, I know I'm, I'm shortening that statement up a lot. Sure. But that's my interpretation of uh, how it's happening. And I can't blame FDA because of the gray area. I can't blame the government because I'm pretty sure they needed their regulatory agencies like FDA to write. But thank God it's getting cleared up. That's what I see. Again, yeah. It was just created to be such a mess way back when yeah. because it got scooped up with the uh, with the marijuana plant. It, it, yeah, nobody really wants time. to touch it. A long time it the marijuana plant was like everybody like up. the FDA, the DEA, the everybody nobody's like, you know what? You do it. Yeah. No, you do it. No, we're not gonna do it. So yeah. oh somebody please just do it. Yeah. So what's Congress doing? All right. So Congress then. Congress has a new bill in the uh, house. And the bill's name is Hemp and Hemp-Derived CBD Consumer Protection and Market Stabilization Act of 2023. Okay. What will it do? It will make hemp 
cannabidiol, cannabidiol derived from hemp, that's CBD derived from hemp, and any other ingredient derived from hemp lawful for use under the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act as a dietary ingredient in a dietary supplement and for other purposes. All right, what they did is FDA said, we are not allowing this to be a dietary supplement. And they made that claim, I think, two years ago mm-hmm. and made the opinion of it even earlier, but took a formal stance of that uh, a little bit later, but just literally said, we will not make this a dietary supplement. Uh, and then... Uh, we can't really find a pathway for this if it's not a dietary supplement. Right. So Congress said, okay, well, then we're making it a dietary supplement now. Yay. And then, then you just go on once we're done and do your thing. Right. So that's pretty much what this did. And if you notice, uh, and not only is it we're going to move this into a, a dietary supplement, but we also want this to be CBD consumer protection and market stabilization. Yes. Because let's go to market stabilization. Those poor people that bought from Amazon, those poor people that got hung up in that credit card scam thing. Listen, that destabilizes a market. Yes, it does. Yeah, and, and there's so many other reasons. We're just giving you the two that were most obnoxious that we saw. Yeah. Oh my God, who knows how many of these stories are out there? I'm sure there's. Just thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands, oh maybe even millions at this right. point. So those two are hand in hand. Market stabilization and consumer protection are hand in hand. And this will pave the way for that to happen. Well, thank goodness something is actually happening. Yep. And we can go back. I mean, there were so many things that we had to remove from labels and remove from, I mean, just remove yeah. And you could, we couldn't speak on anything. We nope. could, it was, it was. It's tough not to, it's tough to be, it's tough to be able to provide clinical science-backed information when our hands are tied so much. Yeah. Uh, well, and maybe hopefully we can get actual studies that are yeah, done on right. humans. Oh, it will be. Yeah. That, that will be one of the pathways that's created. Yeah. All right, so that bill hit the house on March 17th, 2023. We're happy to keep you updated as we follow things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really do. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes I'm looking at it on a weekly basis going, who signed off on it today? Yeah. All right, anyway. Okay, so that's a wrap for today's topic. I really want to encourage everybody to tune in next week when we talk about talking to your doctors, having that conversation about CBD use, in 2023 is not what it was two or even three years ago. No, no, absolutely not. And we're going to help you understand how to have that conversation with your doctor. Your doctor is ready for it. Trust me on this. They have been given specific training and this training is required. Good. They will now participate with you. They are now knowledgeable and you will get so much value from having access to this product and now having your physician involved in your decision making involved in your whole health package we'll help you through that so make sure you tune in next week and we'll give you the details to be efficient at that so we hope we did a good job of delivering 
to you the, the, the fight to keep misinformation down and deliver science-backed and valuable information. I hope we did a good job doing that for you today because it is what we desire to do. Yes. So this is Ed. And this is Kim. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Ed Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be back with you soon.